0: Hi, my name is Jeremy Hawks, and welcome to
1: showbizmonkeys.com. Around down, down, I'm alright. Right. I mean, no consequence when you playing with the fire. Moves to the left, man. Welcome to Showbiz Monkeys. Uh we spoke last three years ago. Uh the last time you were touring across Canada, I believe now you're touring with the international man of misery tour yeah um first first of all i, I have to say i love the miserable james bond look of the promos <laughs>
0: yeah i didn't like i didn't like shooting the commercial no <laughs> no I had, to, I had to jump up and down on one of those trampolines to make it look like i was taking off and landing <laughs> I <hated it. laughs> and i had to wear it i had to wear a tux and i hated
1: it <laughs> so i'm guessing that wasn't your idea then <laughs>
0: Uh, the title was, but I didn't know that they were gonna do this jet pack thing uh-huh. being a suit and all that crap. But I just come up with the title and then they turn it into something completely miserable that. <laughs> I mean I guess in that way it, it fits the
1: mi- miserable uh feel of it. Sure. I Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I got a bit of a cold here. No, oh, no problem, no problem. Uh as long as it's not affecting your shows and you're doing doing all right with those. You're you're touring, again, with uh, Just for Laughs, which you've done before. Yeah. What does it mean to work with a name like JFL that has such a a long history in comedy, especially in Canada?
0: Well, they've promoted me since the beginning. You know, I started on their, you know, they come across the country with their road tour. And now uh, we do much better than that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's okay. (laughs) You know? My numbers are very good. <laughs> so they, they kind of, you know, I'm glad they're still my promoters because they kind of they started this since the beginning and stuck with me. And now it's, you know, turned into this. So it's all positive.
1: Besides just the last festival in Montreal, which you do regularly, uh, you do other festivals across Canada and beyond. I last saw you uh, last April for the Winnipeg Comedy Festival.
0: Uh, how did you enjoy that experience? That was great. I loved it. That was uh, I hosted that, so it was a different thing for me to do, you know what I mean? Usually I'm the last guy that goes on at the end of the thing, Yeah. but in Winnipeg, uh, I mean, the head of the festival's an old friend, and I knew everybody there, and they just wanted me to host it, and I said, yeah, for sure, you know, no problem, and it was a really good night, I really enjoyed doing it. They haven't put it on, they, they haven't put it on TV yet, right? Because no one tells me anything.
1: CBC seems to change their airing schedule for it every year, too, so... Oh, are they still on the air? <laughs> <laughs> Te-
0: technically. Okay. <laughs> How much is that costing us?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that's 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 a discussion that could last for the rest of the interview if we
0: <laughs> if we wanted to.
1: Yeah, I know. I Don't want
0: to get into it. It's not my problem. But there has been some fine programming on that channel over the years. <laughs> yes, you you've been involved with some of that. I was back in the day, and uh uh they haven't given me an- another opportunity since then <laughs> well i'm
1: I'm not sure if there there are many uh original shows that happen on on that network anymore anyway so
0: <laughs> or in or in Canada period right yeah, that's the way that works
1: <laughs> um I saw uh one of the shows that you did when you were in Winnipeg that was a delight to see was uh it was a small Uh, club gig where they threw on a whole bunch of comics and uh, you came on and did a guest spot do you like opportunities where you can kind of go into clubs where it's not necessarily a book show where you're the name headliner and be able to have fun like that with the other comics and with the crowd
0: yeah i don't get to do that anymore really eh? so yeah I don't get a chance to do that. So when it comes up, yeah, I mean, uh, I like to see the other guys and stuff and what they're working on because it's always like me and just an opener now, you know? So, but it was good on the, on the TV taping night. Cause it was just me and a whole bunch me bringing on a whole bunch of different people. And there's, there's a lot of, Certainly in Canada, there's a lot of good comics that you haven't heard of before. So, you know, you should really get out there and look at I mean, there's not really a big TV industry here for, for Canadian shows and stuff. So I suggest if you want to see like the best, funniest people in the country, I suggest you go to the club. I mean, that's where they are.
1: Thankfully, there's still a, a good uh, comedy club system in, in Canada.
0: Well, thankfully there is. I mean, yeah. Cause they ain't going to get, I mean, some people are, but very few, uh, you're not going to get much love on, on TV in the country, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so that get as good as you possibly can and, uh, uh, you know, try another country, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that's something
1: that, that you've done, uh, for sure. Uh, living in the States for, I think over 15 years now. Yeah. Almost 20. Mm-hmm. What is it like when you do come back to Canada and get to travel the country, see places that I'm sure you visited a lot more when you were younger and, and doing those club dates across the country? What is it like coming back and doing these theater shows every few years?
0: well it's what i like it's the only way i can keep in touch with where i'm from you know what i mean so i'm really i'm really fortunate and blessed that i got an opportunity to do that or else i think i guess my whole cult- cultural identity would have been lost you know yeah yeah but uh because i get to come back every couple of years and then live in the states uh i i continue to grow as a comic and continue to be completely unique because uh i am this weird sort of canadian slash american slash south african dude <laughs> so it's really weird <laughs>
1: so th- this tour compared to past tours for people that uh, that do like to get out and see Jeremy Haas every time he comes through their town uh what is different about this tour i know you're you're at the point where most of your sets are improvised night to night
0: yeah they're made up which is interesting <laughs> uh but no the uh, the material as well is like uh will not be the same as the last time because Dude, I don't remember what I, I said the last <laughs> time, and that's the way that works. So, as with age comes, you know, forgetfulness, and that actually helps you as a performer. <laughs> so you don't repeat. Yeah. That. <laughs> and I'm really lazy that way. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, Seinfeld will write out the same joke and do it the same way in a, a million times in a row and stuff like that. I, I can't do that. I would, I'm not a play. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got, it's an act, and you got to come and see it. And the only way to keep me interested is to make it up, and have fun with it. And that's how I write. I'm writing and creating right in front of them. The audience knows it. That that's why they keep coming back. People will see me like, this is the fifth time I've seen you. This is the eighth time. They keep coming. They know it's different. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think there's, there's a sense when when you're watching it, the, the audience knows that they're in on this special experience, yeah. that things are kind of, obviously, you have little bits you'll, you'll touch on, but things are being produced right on the spot, and that that's, creates an excitement for the crowd. That's what it is. You got it. That's the thing. Now, last time we spoke, uh, we had briefly talked about working with Ken Finkelman, uh, specifically with the newsroom. Uh-huh. But can you talk a little bit more about uh, all the the work that you've done with him over the years and what you learned comedically from him, mm-hmm. working with him over the over that time?
0: Uh, without Ken, I never would have uh, been on a TV show, uh, probably uh, in Canada. So uh, I'm really happy about that. He really got me started. And he put me on, and uh, he just liked the, the genuine ability that I had. And, and you know, he always said, Hots, you're a really bad actor. You're a really bad actor, Hots, because uh, uh, it's like, uh, uh, you know, you're just talking and you're just standing there, and it's like you're not even acting at all. And then I, I would always go, that makes me a really good actor, Ken. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he knew what a good actor or a bad actor was, uh-huh. you know. But he was a uh, he was an interesting man that was truly paranoid and weird, and I turned out to be pretty much the same uh, <laughs> as I got older. So uh, I, I guess I just saw what what was going to happen to me by looking at him. Except uh, he unfortunately uh, doesn't have my looks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we all wish we did. Mm-hmm. The show slash movie it was like a sh- the miniseries there uh, married life that you did. Yeah. It mirrored a little bit uh, kind of what Albert Brooks had done with real life in the late 70s there. Right. But it seemed even when it came out in 1995, reality TV wasn't a thing yet. There was like a couple shows that existed and it definitely predicted in a really insane way (laughs) where the world is now. Yeah. Have you been able to reflect on working on a show like that and then just seeing how everything about it is... What we're inundated with twenty four seven now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we were pioneers. That was great, and uh, that's what it turned into. But that is the most favorite thing uh, that I ever did. I think in my career was married life, which a lot of people didn't see. Uh, but that that um, Farrell and I, I was on that, and we came in in the last, uh, I think, the last segment of it, and as the writers, and uh, that was the most fun I've ever had on a shoot in my life.
1: Now your your comedy. Uh, It tends to be more personal and certainly observational uh, when you're on stage doesn't necessarily go down the political route. But as a Canadian who's living in the US and has been living there for almost 20 years, as you said, you must have some sort of an opinion on the, the craziness that's been unfolding in the last year there. Yeah.
0: I, I do, and, and actually, believe it or not, I, I do well over two two minutes of that on on in my act, which is a lot for me when it comes to politics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so self consumed, but uh, yeah, I I have it's so crazy and bizarre that I am I have included it, and people have come to hear it. But I will not harp on anything for a, a prolonged period of time. Yeah. I kind of mention it, nail it perfectly, and then move <laughs> that's what's happening. You know, yeah, I stick the landing and then just move on to something that I really want to talk about, because politics, honestly, uh, I, I it bores the shit out of me. And I, I'm really not interested. I don't trust anybody. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not I couldn't care less. I really could could not
1: care less. Uh-huh. So it's so it's it's it definitely says something of what's going on in that you're including any of it in your in your act right now.
0: Yeah. Because it's scary. We live in scary times. So scary times have to be addressed uh, in my own unique way. And they'll they'll see that. That's it. You know? Exactly. You
1: just uh, played Thunder Bay last night, I believe. I did. Yes. And then you're, you're heading uh, to do Winnipeg and then the rest of Western Canada. What are you looking forward to
0: in the rest of this tour? I don't know. Like last night I was in Thunder Bay and there was a 14-year-old kid that sat up front and he became... Uh, not just part of my show; he became the entire show. And we eventually—such <laughs> a cool kid—he was such a cool kid that we 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 pretty much did the show together last night. That's what happened.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I don't really know what's going to happen, but I know that it's going to be funny, and people are going to they're going to love it. So you got to come and see me. If you don't, hey, I could—I'm old now, man. I mean, like, <laughs> die any second. This might be the last time you ever see me. You know, I live in a I live in America. Someone could take a shot at me any second.
1: Uh-huh. Okay? It's,
0: it's dangerous. All right, especially with my my two minute political piece. They uh-huh. might come right after me now. Well, if that's not a, a a great selling point for your tour, no. But you know what we're doing this time. We're doing this really interesting thing, okay? Because I never do the same show twice, right? Like, even on the same tour, my right? show's different. So we're taping, the, we, we, we're, we're recording the audio of it, and then at uh, uh, you, can get, you can get a link, uh, buy a link to it, and then you can get the show that you just saw, as well as the compilation or another show that you didn't see. Uh, you can download that from, from online. We're, we're getting that page and sending it out to people.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a different thing. That's that's a really cool, especially like you said, because no show is the same. People would be interested in hearing what it was like in other cities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, very cool. Well, uh, will that information be up on your website when it's all ready?
0: When it's all ready, yeah, that's what's going to happen. But at the theater, you can you can put you put your name in an iPad, and then they send you the link of the thing you just saw when it was ready, and then later on, about a month later, they'll send you like another link, either of another show that you didn't see or like i said a compilation and the best of from all the theaters that i did
1: and will that only be available to people that saw the show live or will it be available to other people
0: it'll be available to other people if they sign up on my vip list on my on my uh webpage they'll get a they'll get a notification saying this shit is ready that's what's going on. so there you go
1: so go everyone out there go to www.jeremyhotvip.com
0: showismonkeys.com